a digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. Voila! Hello, friendos. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you all doing? Welcome to the Game One Player Podcast. I am the mildly internet famous slot team maker, aka Will McKellar. And joining me on the podcast, as always, you know, almost little gaming chairs as well without, you know, dropping stuff around the place and busting desks and things. It's James Atkinson. Good morning, everybody. It's morning here. I know it's 3 p.m. your time, 3.20 actually. Yeah, I'm getting dark already. I mean, look at that. Lights had to go on. Oh, God. Yeah, it's this. It's we're going to awkward. We're going to have that awkward time of year where like we're doing the show and it's like bright for me, but dark for Will. <laughs> yeah, for another few weeks and it starts to go the other way again. But yeah, hello, everybody in chat. How are you doing? Hope you're well. Um, We've got a very light content dump this week very light very light what we've been playing which uh james can you know he he what he's been playing is going to take up the bulk of the show today whether it's long or quick uh but then again we got a little bit of talk about uh extra life because that happened last weekend and we all did huge amounts which is awesome yes and shout outs and then we're going to get out here and let james get back on with what he was playing yes the so, fact that you're um, able to pry me away from what we I've been playing to actually do the show is uh, a feat in itself. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this, this, so the big piece of news, I mean, I was asked to talk about something by Jay, but it's a little bit of a petty thing that boils down to essentially someone not reading what they were credited for on YouTube and just spouting off before it finished. And that was pretty much the one of the composers of some Sonic music um, got a bit up to and iffy because he, apparently he wasn't credited in a remix but then at the end of the youtube video it had credited his name so uh twitter got on his case about it which happens if you don't do any shit like that you know um but the other big news uh there's big big changes at sony right and yeah shuhei yoshida is no longer head of worldwide studios he has been been moved to some more developing indie indie games indie studios that sort of thing which i think for him is a really good fit 
because you look at some stuff Worldwide Studios came out with well he was at the helm and yeah that was you know there was some pretty unique stuff from there um and in his place is the former boss of Guerrilla Games, Herman Holst. That's that's fair. Guerrilla Games yes. has it, it has been knocking it out of the park, and um, actually was a contributing studio to the game that I've been playing a lot of. Oh, really? That's why he's been doing a tour then. Yeah. It sounds like a lot. I forget what the other other studio, the major studio that Sony has. But it sounds like they all helped contribute to uh, this game. Yeah, things like Naughty Dog as well. They would have had a good big influence on it. So, you know, after that really light content dump, it's all flush. Oh, went down easy this time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with what we've been playing then. And so, James, I'll let you go. Well, I'll let's let's talk, let's talk about what we've played in Extra Life. Let's talk about Extra Life. Yeah. Come on, we okay. we we know it's going to be a short show. Let's at least keep the big piece <laughs> to the end so people have to stick around to hear about it. Well, true. In that case, then I might as well do my yeah. first as well for what we're playing. Okay, so Extra Life happened last week. Um, it is still going on to the end of the year now, and despite the second DDoS attack that's happened to Extra Life, there's still been some great numbers. And I have to um, say, for us, well, for us, it was a mixed bag. Um, and I say a mixed bag, but in a very good way, because, you know, we, we want to try and better ourselves. We want to try and, you know, get more and more each year. And for us, that didn't quite happen. Um, I mean, for us, that was, you know, it. it we, we raised just over a thousand dollars. Which, you know, I, I can't. I can't. I, I really can't be, you know, disappointed with that because we raised a thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, that that's that's. I think that's like. Uh, let me let me figure out what a thousand dollars equals in American medical system. Not a whole lot. I think that's like that's like a like a like a couple days worth of care and like in a hospital. Yeah, we we raised one thousand six eight dollars between you, James, Chris, and myself. And, and I still have four hours I have to give. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't do the full amount because I was wondering about that. Yeah. No, no, the, I still have to do the other four. It's just just finding the time to do it. That's that's fair enough. That's not that's not a problem because again, on the thirtieth November, Crafty Rebel is doing a special extra live stream uh, for more sort of Christmassy stuff. It's going to be a big Christmas giveaway, pressy stuff uh, on her stream, which is going to be awesome source. Well, but but asterisk. Don't quote me on the giveaways, just in case they're not there. <laughs> okay. Uh, but for the team, now this is the good bit. Now, last year we raised $2,758. This year, the team in total have raised $3,499. We're $1 away from three and a half grand raised. <laughs> Which, to you guys... I've got to give a rather a positive because, you know, again, we've almost added an extra $1,000 to helping kids in hospitals. Yeah, that's huge. That That's that's an amazing achievement from us all. You know, and I will include us in it because we, we, we did our part, you know. 
Yeah, we we helped. Yeah. <laughs> we helped by sitting around playing games. <laughs> we we helped facilitate. That's what we'll yes. use. Yeah, we we were the enablers to help you guys raise the raise it. T pollen. It's a Tim Raid. Speaking of awesome people. Welcoming Tim if you're seeing any adverts, we can we can wait what crap along. Dun, 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 dun. So so speaking of the adverts, you know how to stop the advert roll, right? You have to like run ads during your stream to stop the pre and post roll advert roll. Yeah. So. And you can build that up if you do certain minutes. It can be up for like two or three hours before it re it, re it does that again. Okay. So the question is, is that here? Here's my question to you, Will. Would it would it make sense to like be like, okay, guys, the stream is starting. We're just gonna run a ton of advert roll to build up the ad to build it up, and then start the actual stream so that we don't have pre rolls. Yeah, we could do that on the podcast. Yeah, because we we did we did do the preamble ramble. Why not? Yeah, it's it's we're not live yet. We're not giving that. That might be something for us to look into. Is just to run an advert couple adverts before that we start the actual show so that if anybody shows up late they don't get that hi everybody it's good to see you all hi we're just talking about extra life last week and tim was also one of the huge huge streamers helping us raise three thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars so yeah so what what were we actually doing for extra life let's let's talk a bit about that man i was playing 24 hours worth of, um of games for trophies and some of them were some of them were really quick like 10 second ninja just jump off a ship fair enough i'll take that easy trophy some of them were absolute buggers though like um alienation which you have to try and build things up you have to try and get through a level and, and these levels on your own are really 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 pains to do and then you had other ones like Gallagher, where I had to get to stage 19 to get a new ship under and I couldn't do it. So ironically, J-Dub at the time goes, um, so chat, do you think Lard should pay a fine and just move on to the next game? Now, ironically, the next set of games was Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so I started piling through some of those, which is pretty cool. So that's pretty much what I did. Um, how about yourself, James? What was it you were doing? <laughs> I was scrambling. Uh, my the, the the uh, I had the I had the Murphy's Law day, as 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 we'll so as we'll go ahead and put it. Um, I uh, I had the day where the DDoS attacks were happening. Uh, yep. where we lost power and internet here for three hours. And uh, so where Chris was supposed to stream on Saturday, I I audibled into it, and then I had to start late at an inopportune time. And then I played XCOM for an hour, but as we all know, like, XCOM in the Geoscape, fine. XCOM during a mission, fine. During the loading stream, scenes, the stream, oh, <laughs> not not good, not good. XCOM, XCOM is like, in the actual parts of gameplay, it's great. When it needs to load stuff, I mean, when you have 159 mods installed, though, I mean, you kind of got to expect a little bit of something, so... I mean, that just shows the next time that what I really need to do is have a two PC setup where one is the streaming PC and one is the gaming PC and just, just dual tandem. 
I, I have the ability to do that. I have a second PC right over there that I could do that with. But neither here nor there. So we played XCOM for an hour. It was a lot of fun. And then we switched over to Outer Worlds. Because Outer Worlds. And played that for like three hours. And it was great. I liked Outer Worlds. I had We had minimal interaction. But that's, like I said, it was a weird day. Like I kind of... Yeah. I And I only was able to put in four hours. Because like I started at four. And then it was eight o'clock. And I wasn't, you know... I wasn't streaming at an opportune time to see all of you guys. Also, the other thing, too, is that Tim was going on at the same time. And I didn't want to fight with Tim for, like, time and effort and viewership. It doesn't make it didn't make any sense. And Tim already had a lot of people there. So it made sense for me to say, you want to know what? I'll back out. I can find more times. I've got other times and other areas where I can do this. Focus our attention to Tim. Work on work on him. Have Promote that for Extra Life. And I'll find another, another, and I'll make up my other four hours elsewhere. Yeah, which, which is fair enough because again, it, Tim was doing another twenty-four hours. You know, he he's already there. We didn't we didn't want to try and say, okay, how about come to us as well? You know, multitask if you want. But... I I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be against you keeping two tabs open on your internet browser. And if we and if and if things hadn't been as hectic as they were, we probably would have done something. We would have set up a multi-stream, or you could have had that, and we could have had that link. But uh, sh shit went pear pear shaped real quick. Yeah, last last week was not great for stuff, and I was kind of, in a way, I was kind of glad I did the Friday instead because I missed all of the DDoS attack stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of his sitting pretty going. Hmm. Yes, great. Tim, we had we had a fine schedule. I just lost power on a sunny day. <laughs> yeah, no, again, the, the schedule itself was fine. You know, it just shit happened, and yeah, <laughs> we if say because at Tigwiffy we will not say to you, please do not stream when we are. That's not us. It's it, because one. It's none of our business when you stream. No. You it really isn't, you know. No. <laughs> it's your channel. You do what you want with it. What's it got to do with us? If you're in the team, we'll help support you with it. You know, that that's that's the be all and end all right there. Yeah. And so so you you know, for extra life, you stream when you want to. It's you know, it's helping kids at the end of the day. And yeah. if 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 we do overlap, we do cross, then that gives us potential for raiding you, for helping say, okay, we're done. Now let's join in with Tim, who's also doing this, who's also a part of T, you know, Team Tig Whippy for this year. Let's go help see if we can give him a little bit more. Yeah, that's all it is. So, like I said, it it was Saturday was a weird day, and then um, yeah. obviously Sunday. Then Sunday came, and I can speak to Sunday because Chris was here. <laughs> and I was I was also here for the entirety of Sunday, and he played Bombborn, and he got to all but what the last boss. No, he completed it. He he he, he completed his run of Bloodborne. Now yeah. the only thing I will give him shit for is when he gave he has a choice because you know, if you guys know Bloodborne, you have a choice. You can either accept the fate that the guy gives you, Garen gives you, or you can refuse it. If you refuse it, it turns into a boss fight. If you accept it. You become him as such, his role, so he can die and you can take over the nightmare world, the dream world. And so, yeah, Chris took the easy option. 
Now his his defense is of oh, it was only any percentage completed. And I'm sure. like Damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah, finished in 14 hours. Which is not bad for someone who's never played it before. Yeah, b- completely blind run, completing it in 14 hours. I would say. and you know, not knowing how to optimize. Well, I think like he he played Dark Souls, so he understood the optimization side of it. But yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, that was I was impressed. I was very impressed with it. And it was it was something we said during during him playing it, is that he, he managed to take his skills that he got from Dark Souls and transferred them enough to change to know he had a decent chance of kicking ass in Blood Bowl. So now he just has a different challenge for next year. <laughs> he has to think of one now. Um so that was pretty much extra life. Uh say so we've still got a couple of others coming up. Um I do want to give a quick shout out. It's not made necessarily extra life related, but it is to someone who is part of Team Tig Whippy for this year. And that's J Dub, who it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, J Dub. You're now you're now version point three four. Which I thought was great on Twitter when he said it. Um, but tonight about six, um, in about another two and a half hours time, uh, he'll be doing a run. Uh, for the Sega Mega Drive collection, and every time he gets an achievement in there, onto the next game, onto the next game, onto the next game. So I've seen his plans for it. He was nice enough to show me them, and yeah, that's, that's looking good. How well long he's running for? I don't know, but yeah. So good afternoon, people joining in. Hello. Um, did I hear a a clonk as if someone joined us? I did. Hello, Chris. <laughs> We're going to get Chopter Copter, Chris, Chopter Copper Hergelman in a second with the weather. Yeah, whether or not it, it behaves or not is a different story. <laughs> so we're getting interference, Chris. We're working on it. <laughs> it- difficulties um so i might as well move on to what we're playing not my not my end technical difficulties not on my end for once (laughs) sounds like when stupid people try to throw you in in from the show doesn't it oh oh, it's right it's all good it's all good chris hello hello there we go is this better yes that's much better okay perfect How's it going, dude? I dug up an old laptop. It's going good, going good. I'm out here with... Uh, so, can you... Okay. I heard about every other word. Oh, boy. I'm here with Cosmic Gamers, enjoying a Saturday morning. Good. Heard that. Perfect. He waves. <laughs> Wave back. Will, we lost your video. <laughs> Classic Tig Whippies. Classic Tig Whippies. <laughs> and my hands have been like up the entire time. I haven't touched a damn thing. It's not me. <laughs> Perfect. Don't blame me for this one. It ain't me. Yep. Hi. So you're in Arlington today. <laughs> yes, I am. Visiting, uh, visiting, visiting the, the closest 
and we play uh, Fragged Empire. Oh, nice. Fragged Empire. Yeah. I'm playing a Kaltoran named Isufa. He's an engineer. <laughs> he has five intelligence. Smart is to say. Not so great at focusing. <laughs> Nice. Thank you for the. There's Will back. Welcome back, Will. That would teach me for taking the piss, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My internet just went. No, thank you for a second. I'm like, was it? Was it me that? Was it? Yeah. Was, was it Chris that broke James? I, James broke I, I don't know. Something. Chris started talking about fragged empires. We got a hundred bit cheer. There was two of me on the middle of the stream, looking at each other, being very confused. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a typical, typical thing. It's all right. So I'm just going to blitz uh, blitz the stuff that, that I know real quick. So that's... Because mm -hmm. uh, then I'll, I'll dip out. Say, ta-ta-ta. But uh, things I played was Seven Days to Die, like, all week. They call me the Blood King now. So how much death and uh, destruction have you caused then in Seven Days to Die to be known as that? Um, well, let's just put it this way. Uh, there's only one other person on the server who's keeping up in my body count, and it's Gage. And Gage has a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at with that. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I earned the title by uh, fueling the first few horde nights with ammunition. Like mm. everyone else is just like, oh yeah, I got like 50 of them. I'm just like, okay, here's two. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. The moment I've bulked up, I have about 700, maybe 800 pistol rounds, uh, 500-ish. Sniper rounds. Not that many arrows, but I do have timed explosives left and right, so I have breaching clears. And yeah, I'm packed with uh, with drinks, but apparently my food reserves are really low, so I get to go focus on getting food. But yeah. Nice. Well, enough. So is that all you've been playing, matey? <laughs> yep, that's it. I gave them your Bloodborne recap. And rebuild my resume as a simulator. The simulation. Because <laughs> it kind of feels um, like I'm going to be sandwiched between one game playing and another game playing. <laughs> Pretty much, that's that's what it is. Um, the group I'm playing with is really nice. They're they're a good group. They're fun. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Fantastic. Mickey. Weather is bright and sunny. Where I am, it is a little chilly, as yeah. confirmed by Weatherman Zulshi. <laughs> Meteorologist, 
<laughs> you have any adventures to, to discuss? Would you like to be our guest for the show while you cook? <laughs> this really is turning into the, to the local news segment. <laughs> We've hit the weatherman. Now, now we're going to cook with one of our hosts. <laughs> it's a local news segment on the weekend. <laughs> Where did Sam go? I got it started Next off with Will we'll we'll getting more. a cup of tea, us sitting oh, down Sam talking playing, about uh, the news. <laughs> I wonder what you do in pistol whip. I'm guessing you whip people with pistols. Uh, it's a it's a uh, rhythm shooter. Ah, got it. So you uh, so you, you whip them with pistols in time to the music, like boom, yeah, boom, boom, it's really cool. <laughs> Excellent bonus points for getting the shouts and screams in time to the music as well. Yep. Well, you gotta, so you gotta shoot, you gotta dodge. And it's a real shoot. But it's really so. so, So it's almost like whiplash, except with pistols. <laughs> yeah. Or amplitude. Or amplitude. It's pretty neat. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all for now. You have a good one, matey. Now, if you'll catch you, I'll catch you in two weeks. In two weeks, yeah. Yes. You're off next week? Bye-bye. Well, yeah, next bye. week is the uh, Darkroom and ah. Wi-Fi Wars show, so I'll be up. A bit tin with people. Okay. Making sure they know all the random places. Next week is also D D. Oh, I also have some news as well that I'll have to speak to you about Alistair about next week, which you'll like. Okay. So teasing. <laughs> so what I've been playing, right? Okay, let's let's get into it. So back on stream. Back so on one minute one Twitch. one man show tomorrow. T Pollen, thank you for resubbing. Six months. Did you get? Are you like? Did did I set the badges? I have to do. I have to figure out badges. Doesn't look like badges yet, but yeah, no. Um, so right. Uh, so next week, yes, is 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 Corby. It is the darkroom Wi-Fi was double bill. But right, the, what I've been playing. Um, so I'm not going to say stuff that I've streamed. You can see it on there. It's on the. It's on the the Twitch channel, it will soon be on the YouTube channel, of more Splinter Cell Conviction, AC Unity we started and did quite a bit of, and also some snooker, which ironically, I won the match I was playing, but still got knocked out of the tournament. Round robins, group match stages. Still don't, still, still, no. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> that game, I don't want to. Also played some of it with Tracker, um, 57, talking about some plans for next year that he wants to do for his channel, which is sounds pretty good. He's doing season one of a thing called Tracker Versus, where he plays people from around the world to other streamers at their games that they really like. And so he tries to beat them at it. And so far he's winning 3-1. So next year, season two, I've got to step in and do something about that, haven't I? Don't worry, Tracker. Um, Don't worry, I, I will beat him. I have a game I can beat him in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I challenge him to football manager. 
It's multiplayer football manager. How do you win football manager? I have a thousand hours into football manager. Where were you at, boy? Look at my cups. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> my football cups, damn it. I have less than 50 losses in over 20 years of management. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, so the only other bits I played was I played a lot more of the Outer Worlds. I, I don't know how far I'm in. Um, I'm at Byzantium. So I don't know how far you're in with that or whether you're any closer. Or and, around about the same. And which one? The Outer Worlds are on Byzantium. Uh, that's, I'm on Monarch. Right, so I am a little ahead of you then. You are a little ahead of me, yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I, I'm also, I'm also playing the, like, land on the planet, collect all the side quests, do all the side quests, then leave the planet. Well, I'm trying to do that sort of stuff. I am trying. <laughs> Whether I miss some that, you know, randomly walk by someone goes, hey, you come here. And I go, fuck, busy. And that that happens. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm. I. I. What type of character are you playing? Um, engineer. Engineer medical. So she has a lot of stuff for that. All right, because I'm playing a long rifles talkie guy. Very persuasive. See, I've got a load. Of, I've got about. I think it's about fifty-five. In persuade something like that and it keeps wanting to take some away with these you know these fallible traits that you can have where you know you get scared of all these animals because you've been fighting them so much you know and i'm I, like looking at go, uh, yes yeah, an extra perk but i don't want to lose persuades and that here's here's funny here's something funny about that i've only gotten one chance to get a fallible trait and it's because i jumped off a building and said oh you have fear of heights that was it. I haven't gotten anything else because, like, the way I have my character built, like, I have like okay sneak, and yeah. then like I just like I I stood up and I have a I have a long assault rifle, and I just like alpha strike the shit out of stuff that nothing ever gets close to me. Like I have um, I've got Pervati who's I've got two people who are with me. Both of them have heavy machine guns. Hmm. And it's just like, okay, let's all sneak up, pop our heads out, and then like just suppressing fire, everything, and they all die, and nothing ever gets close to me, and then I just keep walking through. <laughs> I wish I was like that. I mean, I, I try not to go in all guns blazing, but yeah, they they still catch me, and they I, end up in a firefight. I don't, I, I don't go in all guns blazing. I, 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 I have a sniper rifle, and I survey the area, find where the enemies are, take up the best firing position, and blow them away before they know what happened. And then go and loot the bodies. Now, are you like me? Have you ever had a problem where, like, you just, there's just too much shit to pick up? Yes. Um. I mean, I'm starting to look at it and go, do I nearly need these weapons? I mean, I've only become over encumbered which is thankful <laughs> because I, I've taken the opportunity to break down a load of stuff. Okay. I've been, I, I basically went and sold all my consumables because I don't use them. Wow. Like I use the health pack and that's it. Yeah. Same here. But like, that's also cause like I am severely like built in like one way, which is 
Like I have no defense, besides what my armor is. No, yeah. I have no points in defense. I have no points in melee. I have like, I I I don't use a melee weapon. My my melee skill is nine. My long rifles is seventy. That's almost like going up to an enemy with an iron going. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Why do I need a melee? Why do I need a melee weapon when I have a shotgun? <laughs> you want to get close? That's fine. You brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> I have the guns. Because you never know when you're trying to pick someone or someone comes behind you or a monster comes behind you and gets you. I have that. I have, but I like, I have, I have a character who can't, I have my tactics built where like one character stays medium distance away from me. I have another character who stands right next to me and they are way better at melee than I am. So if somebody comes charging at me with melee, guess what? My NPC is like, hey, I'm a melee person. I'm going to go whack it with my hammer. Problem solved? <laughs> yeah, big hammer just got... <laughs> oh, it's splattered. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you're, was... so you've are so you been playing Outer Worlds. Yeah, and finally, uh, JT and myself have been playing some more of Dark Souls 2. And the Iron Keep. Oh, boy, that was a bugger. Um, there was a... There's a knight in there called the Smelter Demon, mm -hmm. who was a lot tougher than what we originally planned or hoped for. And then, and then there was a bit where JT said to us, like, "Try, try using your shield. See whether that will work against his, you know, the swings, because his swings are huge. And once they get on fire, it looks like you know you're dead. Yeah. And it was like, so I tried it, and it, it seemed to work." And we're like, oh, this is a fucking game changer. <laughs> and yeah, from then on, the guy was a piece of piss. Um, we had the old king as well, who was, I think, huge demon thing that came out of, like, lava, which gave Jonathan, you know, a little bit of issue yesterday. But slow and steady progress so far, I think, this week from Dark Souls 2. I do like it as a, as a co-op. I really do like it going co-op because... You sometimes get invaded by a lot more NPCs in this one than certainly any other that I've played. And it's always good to have someone, you know, have your back, except for one person. Yes, one NPC character that J that JT kept having, no matter where he stepped about five feet away from a bonfire, or wherever he was like half a mile away, every time this NPC came up and just wrecked him. <laughs> And I could hear him getting all frustrated. It's like, yeah, we got to try and do, do something with this. And then there was just different NPCs turned up and the guy hasn't been seen since. <laughs> so it's like, so here's. So I think we're in Shady Woods now. We're making our way through there. We've got a couple of options to go through. Um, looks like we picked the wrong option first to make it harder for ourselves because, hell, why not do that shit? Um, but so we're going to take the other option next week when we're back on it. And that's all I've been playing. Very nice. How about you there, matey? Let's Death Stranding. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and let you talk about this. I've been playing Death Stranding. Uh, it is... It is exactly what I thought it was going to be. 
and I'm happy for it. Uh, I am not going to spoil anything for the people who want to play it, because this is a very story-intensive game. The best thing I... I will give you a piece of advice. Here is James' top 20 Death Stranding tips. Because he wants the clicks in YouTube. No. Um, you need to go into Death Stranding with this kind of a mindset. You're playing... It's more of a visual novel than it is like a game. This isn't... It's an action game in a sense that you do actions. But there's going to be a lot of time where you're walking and it's just you. And occasionally somebody will chip in and you'll see relics and stuff from the past. And that's about it. It's very, it hits you very hot and heavy with story off the bat. It's very emotional, the story. Um, and it looks like there's, like with me, I'm playing it because I want to see how these characters interact and grow. The core gameplay mechanic is very interesting uh essentially yes you are basically a delivery man you are taking orders from one place to another place um but there you pick up uh, you can pick up lost cargo along the way that other people have lost and deliver it for them and get likes and get more support and get better gear because you're helping people out and people like it when you do that kind of stuff you can do side mission orders you can um, just go and collect. There'll be like resin and stuff that you can collect so you can like build yourself ladders and stuff. Um, the other thing with this too is that it's not like, you know, I could just take my time and walk from point A to point B. Um, there's this thing called the time fall, which is the rain that you see in the game, which basically accelerates uh, any the, the aging process of anything it touches. So, like, yeah. if you're caught in the rain, your cargo starts deteriorating, and if you give them a deteriorated cargo, they aren't as happy with it. Um, and that's essentially it. It's very beautiful. It's very interesting. Um, it's kind of, it's it's a little bit, it's very kind of artsy, but at the same time, it's Kojima, so it's 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 kind of heavy-handed with some of the, the things that they talk about, and they do, and they go with, but... And some of the terminology is just out of left field because, once again, Kojima. But I like it, and I think the core at the at its core, it could be very int it's very interesting, and I want to see where the story goes. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of my non spoilerly thing. Um, my big thing too. I know you've there's been a lot of reviews of this game, and they are widely all over the place. And to be honest, I'm happy for that. And I'll tell you why I'm happy for that. Because Death Stranding is really what your own experience is with the game. Essentially, that's it. And you could say that with everything. You can say that with, like, you know, God of War is your own experience with the game. Devil May Cry is your own experience with the game. But I think Death Stranding, because we're like, God of War is... It's, it's God of War, but like you know, their their themes in the game is obviously about law. It's a, it's another game about loss, about trying yeah, to understand and grief and yeah, making your way in the world as a single parent. As a single parent with that, and that's and that's very much what that game is about. And once again, beautifully done. When it comes to when it comes to Death Stranding, it's I think the the it's more about how. Kojima's asking you, how do you feel about these things? Because these characters are feeling things. But, like, he's using using kind of more of these concepts. And he's talking about, 
you know, relinking America. If we don't come together as a as a as a population, then we we're all going to die. And and obviously, there's there's other things outside of the game that 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 that, that can equate to. But coming back to it, like you know, it's it's essentially you're in a world where calamities have happened. Nobody's having children anymore. People are scared to leave cities to go outside. Very few people are like actually going and sewing stuff. And like your your connection to these people is this chiral network, so like people can actually talk to each other. And also like to physically deliver stuff is porters. People who actually have to go out and like go like through these hazardous terrains. And so like it's kind of like you are the unsung heroes at the same time being in a very shitty situation and these people are generally happy to see you so it's a very heavy-handed game with a lot of concepts that are deep dark and interest uh, deep and dark but it has that kind of overlying this hope because like one of the, the one of the missions i did as i was explaining to will is very emotionally charged and it's literally the second mission you get in the entire game and like the next the next mission you do after that you have to make a delivery to somebody who's you just have to make a delivery and you go and you make the delivery and they are super happy to see you this is great they're like oh great you're happy to see you we're giving you know we're happy to see you we've been waiting for these this will help us out a ton oh you're here to connect us to the network even Greta, we we've been waiting to talk to people you're like, oh, this is great. You know, hi, great. We get them connected. They're happy to be talking to people. Their connection strong. They can send information back and forth through cities now, and they can like get blueprints so they can three D print stuff, which is great. Except if you actually looked at what you brought them, you brought them oxytocin. Does anybody know what oxytocin is? Oh, that's that. Uh, um. Oh, what do they call it? The hillbilly. It, it's an, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's a something that the body creates. Right. When you have an emotional connection to somebody, like if you hug somebody, your body releases oxytocin oh, yeah. to kind of, you know, reaffirm that you like this person and stuff. You basically gave, brought them synthesized oxytocin to feel good about themselves because they're in a straight, they're in an isolated waypoint in between two cities. That's fucking. Dark. <laughs> like that's what they ordered, and then like, oh great, we can be like, not only is this gonna help, but now we're gonna be connected to the network, so we can actually talk to people. Yeah, this. I mean, it's, it sounds darker than even Hellblade went, and yeah. let's be honest, that went pretty, pretty dark. Even though emotionally charged, like um, life is strange. It's it's not. I don't think as as emotionally charged as life is strange, or if charged in a different way. I look at a, a life is strange. I think uh, once again, I have not played life is strange, but from what I've seen of it, it seems it's a lot of like as much as it is a game about what it is. It's a game about kind of coming of. It's a coming of age story, and it's about. G growing up and becoming like you know you know trying to find out who you are as a person while like growing up in a weird and like just being a teen which is weird and awkward and horrible and then like having like trying to make connections with people and understand each other yourself understand people while you're trying to understand yourself and understand your parents where 
Life of Strange is, or or Darth Stranding, I think is is looking at itself as like a lot of us have become isolated, very isolated as a populace. We all kind of hole up in our cities with our like-minded people, and we don't reach out to each other. And we kind of that's where we're kind of going towards, and it's about making connections and coming together as a people, which is all. But at the same time, I'm five hours in. I, I don't yeah. know where this more of the story is going, um, but it's 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 interesting to see where it can go. And and it's it's yeah, it's 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 a it's a dark it's a game with dark concepts with a with a feeling of hope because I, I feel optimistic in the game. Like I've played some there's been some really heavy handed shit, some really like dark shit. And you can kind of see where where the main character is coming from. Obviously, there's been problems in the past with him, and he's been burned in the past. Um, but it's also interesting, like, you talk about kind of stuff that he does, like... He's a porter. He delivers goods to people. He has, um... He's, he's of two other things. He has these things called dooms, which allows him to sense the, extra, the, the BTs, the extra planar death things. Mm-hmm. But he's also a thing called a repatriate. What a repatriate means is that for whatever reason, and I don't know yet, um, he can't die. <laughs> or if he dies, he can come back to life. Like, this is a thing. And you do it. So, like, that entire... So, like, and it happens in the game as a part of a story thing. But, like, it also kind of builds into the gameplay that if you die in the game, it's how you... Like, oh, he comes back because he's a repatriate. That's, like a thing and part of the game is like everybody's like we don't know what you are like this these things happened and we all lost connection and now we're not sharing information and it's like we're in a kind of like a dark age of technology because nobody's talking and sharing information but part of like dooms and like the disease he has with a lot of sense bts is like you develop phobias and he's a guy who's going around connecting areas and people and he doesn't like being touched and he doesn't like touching people or people touching him. So you, you see like there's a, like about 10 times in the in the story where like people go to shake his hand and he just kind of like looks at them and kind of like backs away or they go to touch him and he like he flinches back. Yeah. So it's it's kind of very interesting that like you're playing a character who is connecting people while in his own right doesn't want to be physically touching anybody. And Norman, and I have to say, everybody gives a good performance so far. Norman Reedus is very interesting. I can see why they chose him. Have you seen any of the others yet? Was that still too early? You think? Uh, I've seen um, a Die Hard Man. I've seen Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, who, I've seen um, Troy Baker has shown up a little bit in it, but like he hasn't talked yet. I've seen uh, Fragile, who's uh, Lasso. Yes, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is we've also seen. Yeah. Um, but he's been like in kind of, he's he's in flashbacks when you connect to your to your baby, so it's like, weird kind of flashbacky stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, what also there's a I will also say about this training is that this could be very triggery kind of a game too. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff in it that are very like I said it's dark, but they also talk about a lot of stuff too that could be 
They talk about mental health. They talk about disease. They talk a lot about death. And BBs are very interesting in their own right. <laughs> the lore behind them. So yeah. So just warning: it's not gonna it's not gonna be a game for everybody. But it is an interesting game, and I almost look at it and see that maybe, like, not only could this game have been it's probably gonna work as a game, but I could have also seen this as being like a mini series. Like a TV series. Apparently there's 15 chapters. Wow, so potentially a very big game. Yes. I'm, I'm expecting to I'm expecting to spend at least 80 hours with it. Is that more sort of because you're 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 wandering around the areas and just going I wonder if there's a package over here I can deliver. Well you have a scanner. You can you can press a button and it like scans the immediate area and like packages will pop up and be like, hey, this was supposed to be delivered to this place. Now is that because people have died and so if you die you drop your packages and then that's it. If you fall over you can drop your packages. Wow. There's an entire so the left and right triggers, the R2 and L2s. Like if yeah. you so part of like you could stack your equipment, right? But part of it is also it shows you where your center of gravity is. So like if you if you're walking too quickly and you're and you have like a huge stack of stuff, you'll start to tip one way and it'll say hold L2 to lean left to recorrect your balance. Or it'll say hold R R2 to go the other way. And they can hold both of them together and you can walk and like have your balance, but it slows you down. Right. If you're going over rough terrain, it takes stamina. Which you have a limited amount, finite amount, which, which stamina also drains over time as you're out on long expeditions. So it wants you to stop, rest, or drink monster energy out of your canteen. Yes, there is monster energy in this game. Um, and of course, Jeff Keighley. <laughs> and Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I'd have Conan as well. Yeah, he's in the game. Um, but like, you, like, one of the things, like, if you wade through water, like you get in the water, like you get waist deep, and if you're not holding your packages, you can fall over. If you fall over, stuff gets done, stuff falls off your backpack, and also starts getting swept downstream, and you probably can't go fast enough to pick it up. So, is there a survival element into this? Because you said about resting, so do you have to eat to reduce to get you don't your, have, your You don't have to eat, but you you have yeah. to rest to regain stamina, and you can rest to regain stamina by stopping at locations that have like a little like major distribution centers and cities have like a private room for you um another thing that they do is that you can actually rest in game and so like you can find like if you find a nice calm area you can like just sit down and sleep and you can just sleep in a safe area or you can sleep on a slope but it it doesn't let you doesn't regen because it's all in real time so like your, your stamina goes back but it's in real time so it could take a minute or two the other thing too is that your BB um, needs to get its software updated essentially, and if it gets yeah. too stressed out, it'll stop working, which means you can't see the BTs, which means bad things can happen because if you can't see them and you've got to try and sneak by them, it doesn't work out. Um, the other thing is, and this is kind of weird, is that Sam's blood or Sam's Sam's bodily fluids are toxic to BTs. So you could piss on them. Yes, you make you make grenades out of your sweat, your piss, and your poop. 
There's zero. There are number zero grenades, number one grenades, and number two grenades. I'm not joking. So essentially, watch I, Sam having a dump and going, I'm making grenades. They no. I was at a point where they're like, he used the bathroom. The thing went bing, shoot. Here's here's your sweat. Try throwing it at them in a test tube. Because they don't know. They know like something's weird with his skin and his yeah. fluids. And they're like, we, we don't know. Just fucking try this out. But they also have you take showers and use the bathroom because like they'll say like, you know, oh, this is how your character is doing health wise. It's like, you know, like extra, like they want to know how your health is and everything. You also have to maintain your equipment. Like your boots have durability. You walk too long. Like I care. I'm carrying a spare set of boots on my backpack. Because my boots wear out, and I have to like change my boots. Is that at a point though where it's constant, or is it a slower thing? Very slow, very slow. I still have my first pair of boots on, and I have gotten two more dis- two more facilities online, and I've maybe lost about two eighths of its total uh, durability. So that's, that's something then. At least it's not something you have to like in um. Oh, what's the game now? Um, Zelda. Like a gang one. No, the biker gang game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the biker gang has has a has something naughty. Is that done by Naughty Dog? No, uh, Bend. It was done by Bend Games. I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't Naughty Dog. Um, the one with the guy for Star Killer in it. I can't remember because it's the it is the zombie survival game. I can't remember the bloody name. Right, I've got it over there. I could literally go look. Um, Days gone. Days gone, yes. Days gone. Um, also, a studio that helped that helped uh, with Death Stranding. Nice, but with with the bike, the bike, you had to maintain it, and but it, it felt like it was you needed to maintain it far too quick. It, it felt like it was riding like a Ford or something like this, where you just had to almost constantly keep an eye on it. But it's good that, if from the sounds of it, you don't have to keep an eye on your equipment too much no and like the thing is too like there's a little bar in the lower left hand corner that's like it shows you where everything's at so like i like the fact that like there's a lot in the game it gives you as much information as you want but it's very minimalistic in that so it's it's a lot of it's very interesting it's it's very interesting i like i like a lot about it it's it seems like a game where i could just sit down and just walk around and just pick up other people's cargo and deliver it for them and i would have a blast doing that um because that's kind of the, it's the core gameplay and then like the as apocalypse you, is postman pat you are but the thing is like if you do, here's the clicker here's the thing though if you go and you deliver cargo as you deliver cargo you get more likes in certain areas as you level those areas up all of a sudden i hit like level two and like in a in a put in like my my miscellaneous category I, or every 10 levels in it so i hit level 10 and they're like, you now get more more likes on deliveries. And then, like, if you hit a certain level on another thing, it's like, now you can carry more weight. Or your balance is a lot better. Or your boots degrade a lot less. Or now you have access to a better scanner that stays up for a longer period of time. So, like, doing deliveries is a leveling system that helps you get better gear to make it so you can do longer and better deliveries. It's a feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's almost like Euro Truck Simulator. Yep. Also, uh, and I, this is not spoilers. Um, when the game ends, yeah, the credits roll, and then you go back into the game, and you can go around and make more deliveries. So anything you didn't do, anything you missed, you can go back and finish. That's that's a yes, yes, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, more games should do this, especially any like an open world game like this. You'd kind of expect it. So, um, yeah, in this day and age, James's review from Death Stranding. Uh, for all of you is essentially this if it looks like a game you're going to like get it if it looks like a game you're not going to like don't get it you're going to take your own things from this because we all have a different human experience and it's he's bringing up a lot of things about humans and connection and understanding and how we connect as individuals or how we and how we connect as social groups if you don't like kojima being heavy-handed and preachy to you and preaching about like countries and states and all of this kind of stuff don't get the game you will not like it it's a kojima game if you're open to like seeing how he interprets this stuff and how he brings these things how he brings it through give it a shot play it if not play it you may want to watch a youtube let's play if the game won't play itself where i am actually doing an entire playthrough of the game i'm recording all of my gameplay of it there is no sound there's no commentary it is just the game because let's be real here this game is about the gameplay and it's about the emotions you feel as you do things so me my dumb ass talking over it is not going to help you feel what you want what what this is going to be about the game i think this game is a horrible streaming game personally i think this game is is, is not a game that should be streamed and that's only because like a streamer is going to want to fill the dead air. And yeah. there's dead air's part. Everything is, he's curated almost every scene where you're going and what you're doing in a sense that like, it means something like the silence means something. Um, in the opening 10 minutes when you're like collecting cargo and you kind of crest this little rise and you see the first city for the first time, the song low roar by low roar, by the way, who does the majority of the soundtrack um starts slowly picking up as you're walking down the hill slowly making your way and like you're seeing it and the city's coming more and more to view and it builds into like the song plays and then like as you get close finally get close to the city and you get close it kind of fades down and then goes in so like it's it's curated also uh if you upload it onto youtube you're gonna get copyrights uh stuff on it because it's, it's music so, well, we not monetizing our channel on YouTube. Fuck them. I'm going to keep the music <laughs> in because it's it's the best part of the, it's one of the best parts of the game. Um, yeah, you want the money for the videos again? Go ahead. So th the, the best thing I can tell you about this is that no matter what you feel about the game, how much you hate, don't like Kojima, don't think it's a weird game, not like it there's been a lot of thought by a lot of people put into all of these scenes. So just look at it that way. Um, I will, I will have a running review with it. I will come back and talk to you guys as I play more and more of the game, but um, I'm not unhappy with what I got. And I got exactly what I expected. Yeah, because we were making, we were taking the piss out. It's going to be a walking simulator, isn't it, or a delivery simulator? It is. <laughs> there we go. I've read reviews that said like you get your first 
anti-person weapon like 25 hours into the game. And you want to know what? You don't want to kill people. Wanna know why you don't want to kill people? Because they blow up and turn into evil entities that you then have to run away from. You know, the other thing too is that the bad guys that aren't like, uh, what's his faces? Uh, Nolan North's people? Yeah. The, like the mule people? You know, you know why they're bad? Do you know what their story is? They were former porters like you who are addicted to doing deliveries and they're addicted to doing deliveries because it gives them a sense of joy because guess what you get likes from people for doing deliveries and it gives them a self of accomplishment and the reason why they get a self sense of accomplishment is because they live in this increasingly more automated world and their jobs have become obsolete so they basically have no way no reason to be doing anything because they don't have work so they are essentially stealing your packages to go and do your delivery so that they can feel like they've accomplished something and they can get liked by people because they had a purpose, which is delivering the package. Wow, that sounds... That sounds very meta. It's a Kojima game, isn't it, meta? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, how, how, do you feel how do you feel bad about them? So it's like, you're going to kill these guys because they want to take your delivery just so that they can, like, be happy because they've had their jobs taken away from them because everything's been automated. It's like, I, I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, it, it's almost like an addiction, isn't it? They, they are that. addicted. That's what they said. They're addicted to doing deliveries because... You get likes for deliveries and people are like happy with happy to see you and like, oh, thank you for bringing this. We've been looking for this. And then they give you likes on your like porter status and stuff. It's, it's extreme Uber. It's literally social media. Like there's a lot of like social media and like the, the for, for feedback we get from it. So. Nice. Well, that's uh, so Death Stranding. It's a, it's a lot of things. Um believe half what you hear about it make up your own opinion but like that's kind of this tigwipi's standard for reviews anyways yeah we may not like it we may like it but at the end of the day make your own opinions mm -hmm. um so yeah might as well see about um shout outs yeah so let you go and play it some more <laughs> i am actually not going to play uh, play until later today wow, i'm going okay. to spend some time with my girlfriend see how she's doing uh, she has the day off, so I will spend time with her, uh, basically building up goodwill so I can play more Death Stranding later. Also, also, as with anything, especially with this game, it's very deep, it's very dense. Take your time with it. Take breaks from it. This is not a game that you should... This is not a game that you should spend a ton of time in, because it's like, I'm going to binge watch Breaking Bad. Don't don't binge watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm gonna binge watch Evangelion. Really, do not do that. <laughs> um, also, because I don't want to burn out. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to burn out on this game. I, there have been plenty of times where I have jumped in and spent forty hours in a game, and then I just don't play it again for like 
six months. And I don't want to have myself happen with this. Um, that being said, uh, I will post this link in the chat. Uh, give me a second. Well, you can do your shout outs while you're, while I'm okay, finding well, it. Uh, the biggest shout outs is everyone who donates into Extra Life, be it via our page or anybody else's page who did Extra Life. You guys are the heroes here in that because you're helping a lot of kids uh, who are very poorly in hospitals trying to make their lives a little um also to the guys in chat thank you so much for joining us today i know we <laughs> we normally round about on three o'clock but we don't normally shout it all out over social media but so thank you guys for coming in and being a part of us thank you for staying by us with the technical difficulties including which just seem to just pop up for wanting to take the piss out of us um that's that's all my so my shout outs Yes, thank you, everybody who has donated or is still planning on donate. We're we're keeping it open till the end of the year. Um, if you can, it's great. Um, you know, if you find if you if you want to feel good about it a little bit in Christmas, um, I know I think I have a plan with mine. Is that I know family members of mine don't want Christmas gifts, so I may do a donation in their stead to Extra Life in their name, because I think that's kind of a nice thing. Because how many people can be angry that you donated money for them towards a charity for helping sick kids? Yeah. I if somebody's angry about that, let me know because yeah, they don't they're they're not a good person. Anyways, that's it. Um death training is amazing. Everybody should love it, except for when you don't, then don't. Uh that's all I've had to say. Uh should we look at somebody is somebody playing that we like that we should raid? It's oh, Dougie. It's it's always Dougie. It's always Dougie. Dougie play. It's oh, it's oh, it's always Dougie. But yeah, we'll know that James will be back next week. Hopefully with Chris, if he's about. One man show next week. Oh no 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 no! I I I say that there's keep an eye out for this because there is some good stuff happening. We should see you next. It just means more football manager, everybody. <laughs> That's what it means. Football manager for everyone. James talks shit and football manager. All right. Have a great one, guys. We're going to go say hi to Dougie. Uh, we obviously, he's great. Uh, have fun. Let's. Does he get jump scared when we raid him during Call of Duty, though? That is the question. Usually we're about 70. We got about like a 70% yes for most time. So let's see you guys. Thanks again. Have a good one. Ta ta for now. Bye.